0: everyone and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast, where we chat everything and anything related to the world of music and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated. My name is Scott Kerry. I am a drummer turned comedy singer-songwriter and apparently now a podcaster. You're going to hear me chat to many different people, but more often than not, it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within, arguably the greatest art form in the world. And you get this for free each and every week on scottcowey.com, on Stitcher Radio, and now on iTunes. So please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, let them know what's going on over here. But for now, enjoy the show. this week in a podcast Robert John from Robert John and The Wreck when I was over in Los Angeles a few weeks ago as you guys know I interviewed fantastic producer Warren Hurt and Warren said you need to check out this band I've been working with them. we've done two albums now you need to get Robert on the podcast get the band on the podcast do what you've got to do you need to check out these guys and of course I did We've been listening to them in the studio Me and our producer Ron And we've been loving their stuff So I contacted the guys And I said Robert Come on the podcast And he's going to be with us today Which is fantastic news Big thanks to Warren And his lovely wife For helping us Sort this interview out Before we go any further I've got co-hosts Co-hosts This week George and Adam from the band All She Knows. How's What's it going,
1: around, Scott? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. You, you I'm good? doing
0: well. All the All She Knows have been all the rage this week. <laughs> <laughs> Do we you bet. want to tell us why, George?
2: hey right. uh, well, well, we were just on STV uh, on fr- Friday there, right? Eh? Very first TV debut. That's what
0: it was. Yeah, TV debut. Was brilliant. I'll
2: be honest
0: with you. Okay. I missed but. it. Oh jeez it was Scott okay. I missed you know it because I was playing the Trun Festival
1: to be fair <laughs> right. That makes me really sad Scott because we, we listen to your podcast every week I was on it last week Boom Somebody was on it last night. Somebody week. Week. was on it oh, so, he, I said, oh you do listen Right Okay so I missed one podcast Did you did you catch podcast. your TV debut by Well
0: the way? this is why I got you on the podcast today Because Ron I was saying to Ron earlier Wasn't it Ron I said I'm so I feel so guilty Because I was playing The Trin Festival I didn't want to k- Not play the Trin Festival I kind of All I was thinking about Was like To be honest I'd rather be in the house Watching <laughs> all she knows <laughs> As That's genuine. what I was thinking Because it's a TV debut Everybody um, was talking about it It's been all over the net It has been <laughs> (laughs) Um, The college were tweeting about it And I'm talking about New College, Lanarkshire That's where the guys went That's where I work The guys studied music there That's how they all met Um, If you listen to the Martin Taylor podcast from a while back The All She Knows guys You guys co-hosted that one You did, yeah And um, you, you told that whole story which was
1: great But everybody was buzzing about it Everybody was talking about it So tell us about the whole thing It was a bit of a whirlwind to be honest with you Like it was so strange, like, rolling up to the little building, building and then just looking at it and being like, George, do you know, do you know we're going to be in there today like, on TV? Like, yeah, well, so it was a bit. How, so did they in? How did it come What they done was they emailed us mm-hmm. and they were just like, um, we just put on um, a music act every night, so if you guys want to appear on it, then we'd love to have you on the show, because they'd heard a bit about this from other bands that had been on, saying, oh, you should get this band she knows in. And then, so they sent us an email and then they were like okay you guys can come on the first of September and just play Definitely. a few tracks then throughout
2: we, the show we tried our hand because they wanted us to come and play acoustic so we were like any chance we come and play a full band Yeah. And the guy was like do you know since I like you's I like you's there yeah. so it worked <laughs> out for us on the end so we went on played full band and hopefully wowed the audience yeah. <laughs>
1: So strange though playing in a TV studio. Ah, and it was, it was. It must have been mm-hmm.
2: and, uh, oh, it was have it great? And just a,
0: a just a friendly translation for our American listeners there. What George said when he said, um, <laughs> and we will get you to play this. <laughs> we'll get you guys to play this." That's just a little Glaswegian <laughs> slang translation there. Yeah. You're absolutely fine. It's <laughs> all good. It's it's it's, it's authentic Scottish <laughs> slang. Um, Brilliant reaction because, uh, like I said, everybody b- has been talking about it last name last um, online
1: before and after the mm-hmm. event, of course. Um, so, how many songs did you do? We've done three in total. Three. So, we've done one at the very start of the show, and then two to close the show.
0: And the band's been all over the place because you were playing in Dublin outdoor. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. What's
2: happening? <laughs> yeah, oh. we're playing with that with an African choir. Uh, they asked us to come along and be their backing musicians for a wee sort of uh, outdoor event that we're having. Came along and played some songs, of some of the best singers we've ever. Oh, it was played yeah. An African choir. It was an African choir, yeah, yeah. That was one on the CV <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was that's an quite choir. bizarre, isn't it? It, it was very it bizarre. Like, but it was, it was good it fun. Like, wasn't expecting that to be my Saturday. That's all I can say. I know,
0: because <laughs> you had two gigs on that day. From what I recall, what else was happening? Oh yeah, there was Lannock. Uh, Lannock Music Connections. <laughs> yeah. That's the festival that Ron runs.
2: That is, yeah. How yeah. convenient.
0: And that wasn't yeah. that genuinely wasn't a cheap plug. Ron tells with us. It
2: happens every year, um Slack Music Connections. It's it's like a local festival, local music. Um there's some like open mic nights in different pubs and stuff. And every year I run the Foundry Music Lab stage uh-huh. which is where we are right now recording this. Foundry Music Lab, we're
0: recording this. Um Green, Sandy and Ted. Hello. Ron, continue.
2: <laughs> yeah, so every year we have it. Um, this year it was in a place called the Woodpecker. And asked the lovely guys from Oceanos Knows if they wanted to headline it. And they played amazingly, as yeah. always. Thank, Thank, you. You Thank you very, very much, Ron. Ron. Get some it's really good that
1: good fiver later <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fiver.
2: Just a fiver
0: sorry. Ron was slagging these guys off earlier. And saying that you know, just ever since they've been made that television appearance, it's all went out of their heads. a bit rock starry, yeah. they're uncontrollable, yeah. and you know, George turned up to the studio to do his entourage, and I and did. So
2: they're still outside. You got to do it, haven't you? I when will. you reach the big
0: time, when you get on the TV, because you guys—I mean, I know you guys from the TV. Yeah. You know, and is um, that band for the TV? Is I mean. that band for the? T- it's that guy George Kimmy yeah. from the yeah. TV? Oh, well, but I've heard this. I, I heard something because I missed it, and I was sitting around <laughs> earlier because he was telling me about it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. So I, yeah, know, I know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly, we're doing it. I'm gonna write. I, I want to write <laughs> this down to see what they're thinking about because I haven't spoken to the guys. They come in. And I says, "Don't talk to me about anything." We'll oh, have record, and we want this to
1: be authentic. <laughs> I heard there was a mistake <laughs> face Did you know I was going to say that? Is that what you thought yep, I was going to say? Yeah. Well, I knew it was involving George's face in some way Yeah. Go for it George, tells about it
0: Just to remind everybody Because I'm wary of in-jokes here A mistake face is something that we go on We always go on about in these parts Is that if you're a musician And if you make a mistake on stage The key thing is to not acknowledge it now, the fortunate thing is, I make mistakes all the time, musically, like, all the time. So I've learned to just not make that mistake face, not make that screwed up. Hey, everybody, I've just made a mistake because the chances are you may get away with it because it might only be you as the musician and your bandmates. Your bandmates, not even, might, bandmates might not even pick up on it, but Gio... On the TV, TV debut, <laughs> mistake face, the world saw it, am I right? That, that I is
2: guess. very true, right? I was t- under a lot of stress being on TV. And <laughs> as you do, it's difficult as for you really TV stars, <laughs> is it? And uh, one thing led like to another, we came up to a wee bit playing guitar and I hit a bum note and uh, I had to have a little laugh to myself because <laughs> it was the wrong note.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, there's no such thing as a bum note when you hit a quote-unquote bum note. <laughs> That's a jazz note. Oh, yeah, so That's how <laughs> jazz get invented, you know? For so guys like you being <laughs> on the TV and, and doing that kind of thing. We have got Robert John. From Robert John and the Rec coming up. Brilliant band from America. Would you guys like to. America, is that something? You oh, you America,
2: know? love to. Yeah, definitely love to. Robert John
0: and the Rec, get a tour of them on the go. Oh, they're coming over hey, to yeah. Europe, they're going to tell us all about it. Yeah, nah, they have, yeah, yeah. we be in
2: contact, we'll definitely. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. Sounds good. Send yeah. us a wee email, yeah. We yeah. do you know
0: yeah. a wee bit of business here. Yeah. See, you know, this is awesome a American <laughs> in, bands, business,
1: or African choirs, there's a lot. You know, I just,
0: yeah, maybe, I. it's just like that's a three band But Robert John and the Rec, all she knows, and African Choir And Ron Floor Band Bill oh. oh, we'll I'll play a triangle Absolutely Better than anybody Let's get right to the interview It's going to be a good one Okay I am back On the Talk Music Podcast With Robert John From Robert John and the Rec. How are you doing Robert? Okay I'm doing great Thanks for having me It's an absolute pleasure sir It's pouring down of rain though
3: In Surrey, Scotland How's the weather over there? Yeah it's beautiful so blue skies, the sun's out, and it'll be a little hotter later. But right now, it's great. So tell us
0: about the band. Then uh, you guys have been gigging um, a bit recently, um, yeah. and you started in two thousand and eleven. How did you guys meet?
3: Uh, well, the the first incarnation of the band was in two thousand and eleven, um, and I went to uh, I went to a college, and um, the drummer was a friend of a friend who wanted to go on tour and with me. And then that kind of formed into that, and um, the uh, the keyboardist came from another realm of friends and music, and uh, it just we all kind of found each other musically. It wasn't none of us were friends from the beginning, and none of us were brothers or siblings. It was just kind of a we just found each other in random locations, and it worked out. And uh, yeah,
0: it seems to me, Robert, that there's a massive blues influence in the band. <laughs> Am I right in saying that? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep that's very true um, very so, true.
0: so um, what kind of blues artists do you like then as, um, as far as guitar players go who's influenced you in that area
3: well uh, we we listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of like blues radio so it kind of just cycles through different artists but I mean anyone from Elmore James to you know Buddy Guy they're, they're all an influence in what we do and we do take a lot from the southern rock side of things as well like the Allman Brothers and are a big one and uh all those guys even Leonard Skinner and, and stuff like that as well
0: now um a guy that we both know warren uh, mm-hmm. who recently produced one of your records tell us about that experience working with warren given that he's got such a big reputation as a producer
3: with Warren, yeah it was good we we both didn't know each other when we started that that project last year uh we didn't know who he was and he didn't know who we were as far as music stylings we just kind of we we asked for a favor and he was there because our drummer was an intern for warren um, previously to that and uh... we went into the studio and we just recorded it live and he was there to help us kind of fine-tune things and and that was that you know it was it was very very here it is and here we go and it was awesome it was good working with him but because of that experience this new record that we just recorded with him um three weeks ago or whatever it was um it made that experience in working together on this new record ten times better than we could have ever asked for. And so he, he knows what we're trying to do, we know how he works, and uh, the new record sounds awesome, so I, I can't wait for it to be released.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, of course you touched on it there. So tell us about the record then. How does it sound in comparison to the last one? What are your thoughts?
3: Um, I, I think, I think we've found our, our, our sound in a way, and I think the song's kind of speak for themselves as songs, being good songs, you know, opposed to writing a song and it's, it's just, well, that song's good. So let's record it and play it, you know? And then the, this new record, the, we, we recorded a, a 10 song album and every song has a place on the album. There's no song on it that people are going to be like, well, why'd they do this one, you know, or, or why did they do it this way? And, um, I think that uh I think that, that just makes it a, a cohe- you know, a cohesive group of songs and, and the way Warren produced it this time was beautiful. I mean he just he knew exactly what that certain, you know, ten seconds of that song needed to happen and then, you know, told the guys to do it and they did it and, or, or told me to do it and it was it was awesome. So the new album is called a glory bound and it'll be out in November.
0: Well I look forward to it definitely. Absolutely, it sounds great Now, um, obviously the band's done a good bit of touring and in 2013 you guys were voted um, the best live band <laughs> at the Orange County Music Awards um, yeah. So what was that experience like then and was that a bit of a confidence booster for the band um, oh, getting that? Yeah,
3: definitely I mean, it, it definitely it definitely kind of backed us up saying OK, well, we're doing something good You know, we're, we're doing... we're we're not just a half ass you know playing clubs when we can you know it was definitely a confidence booster and you know it, it it was it's good to have on the resume uh the music resume if you will um and you know it, it came with some cool packages we got some free guitars and some some gear money and so it was good it was and it's in orange county there's this the it has its own scene opposed to Los Angeles. and so it's kind of a community booster too it kind of has everyone get together and kind of just sees what music's in this little bubble compared to the LA bubble that's right next to us. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was good.
0: Now you mentioned recording the album there. I want to talk a bit about your uh, songwriting process. How does mm-hmm. that work? Uh, Robert, are you going in there with riffs as a band jamming out and coming up with ideas from scratch? How does it all work?
3: Well, they, there's a couple of different ways that we do it. Um, there's, there's me and my guitar player, his name's Chris. Uh, and he's the one that, that shreds on the slide guitar and, you know, really does crazy things. Um, we'll, me and him will kind of work on an idea and then we'll bring it into the band, kind of like a blueprint for the house. Everything's there. We know how, you know, how much wood we're going to need. Sorry, I'm going off on a really weird analogy. but No,
0: it's absolutely fine. And then
3: we bring it to the band and then the band together, everyone kind of builds the house up knowing what it's going to look like but we might change you know the color of it or you know where one window goes I don't know it's, it's a it's a very group effort at that point you know we'll what we'll, me and Chris will have a foundation and we'll kind of bring it together and make it into what it is you know once the recording hits and when we play it live with the whole band and that's usually what we do um, we've definitely written those songs where we just are bored and we're just jamming and then you know, someone plays a riff, and you know I sing something, and then there's a song too. You know, but uh, it's it mostly is a it's a group effort, and you know, the band kind of brings it to life. So,
0: one thing I really like about the band is that you guys seem very old school in your approach. Um, so it yep. makes me think that um, the band wouldn't look at a place in the 1970s, and I mean that obviously in the highest regard. Yeah. do yeah. Do you think that that um a lot of people say that they would prefer to have toured in the 60s and 70s um because nowadays you've got internet illegal downloading and things of that nature mm-hmm. what's your take on that generally um would you think that bad would be better suited in a different decade um considering the pros and cons of everything that net brings these days
3: you know i i think that I think that probably any band out there would probably be better in the 60s and 70s because there wasn't as much going on. And so, well a bad band is going to be a bad band no matter what, but I mean if there's a lot of good bands out there and if it was the 60s or 70s, even if they didn't fit the style, they'd probably be doing better because of the there wasn't an the oversaturation. There was still a uplifting feel about seeing a live band because every night wasn't a live band. It was, you know, well, I don't know. I didn't grow up. Grow up, and you know, this is just what I've read and heard. But, but then at the same time, it's you know, it's it's kind of well, we're here now, type of thing, and and we kind of have to figure out what how to do it with the tools that we're given in this day of age, because that's what we got, and there's no going back, and there's no fixing it. It's just what it is right now, and uh, it's it's finding the little things to figure out how to do it now that are that are interesting they're difficult but they're interesting to figure out and we're still trying to figure that out but uh you know we're we're, we're, we're moving so we're not stopping anytime soon but yeah i mean just being alive for those bands would be <laughs> one thing
0: so absolutely so um, we mentioned the internet there and the likes of mm-hmm. that coupled with reality tv and everything that goes on with with Band starting in their garage and starting things from yep. scratch. Does it bug you when you see somebody like going on a talent show and then suddenly they're a household name maybe the next day? Does that annoy you when you've started your band and worked so hard no. for so many years?
3: Well, I, I don't think so. I, I, it doesn't bug me at all. I mean, if if they go on a talent show and they win, they, they have to be talented. I mean, for the most part. But to be a household name after they win they got to they got to work for it they're not just sitting you know on their ass and and saying well i won so now i'm famous you know and i think that everyone is at that's it that's at a point you know in their career that's up there you know have had to have worked hard no matter what no matter if their music is awful in someone else's mind you know they they're at that point and that's cuz they worked really hard at it whether they're good at what they do or not it takes hard work to you know do that for a living at that at that point, in my that's what I think. <laughs> Maybe it's really easy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: do but you What do you think has been the best band experience so far for you guys?
3: I, I think it's. I think it's been the touring. We tour a lot. We we travel all around the country. Uh, we're going to Europe in the spring. But I think touring, you you figure out how to deal with certain situations. You figure out how to play with each other. You figure out I could be taken the wrong way. You figure out how to how to mold songs together to make them interesting because you do it every night. you know it's not once a month or something like that. And I think that's probably the best thing that that we've experienced as a band is being able to go on the road. Being able to do it is one thing too, because everyone has to drop everything and leave, you know for three months at a time. Um, which is hard when people you know have lives and jobs and so we're just lucky that we don't have lives or jobs other than the band <laughs> but touring's definitely been good it, it it and you know you can you can tell when we play now back at home it's it's a it's a good feeling to know that you know how to play with someone and if you guys don't get together and rehearse for a month you guys could probably still get back in there and do exactly what you guys are meant to do so it was, that's that's what i would say
0: you mentioned there that you've got no life so that you're banned as uh, as <laughs> your life. So talk us through the schedule of the group then. Um, you get how many? How often are you guys getting together a week? Is it you you having business meetings? How how, how much of yeah, this is a?
3: It's interesting. I mean, when we get home, we all have certain things that we do, whether um, whether it be a side job with a dad or whether it be working for parents while you're on the road with your computer or. Or, uh, you know, random session work um, that, some of the, that some of the band members have. Um, but when we're home, I mean, we haven't been home for longer than two weeks in a very long time. But um, when we're home, we actually, you know, we'll sit for the first two weeks or so and just kind of unravel and just kind of, you know, we'll, we'll have little things here and there. But we try to get together at least once a week when, we're, when we don't have anything to do, or there's nothing coming up. We get together for once a week, at least, uh, and you know rehearse or jam or talk about what we need to talk about to make sure that the next thing coming up is prepared. and um, it takes a lot on everyone to to do that, too. It's not just you know one person doing it all. It's everyone has to be committed to that project. And if something comes up on the last minute, that's that we have to do. That we have to drive 15 hours to play because it's worth it, then we all have to know that we have to do it, type of thing. So, but when we're home, we try to try to relax a little bit because we know that we're just going to go out again. <laughs> so, the band's toured an awful
0: lot. What venue would you guys like to play that you haven't had the opportunity to perform at yet?
3: Um, <laughs> we like to play at Red Rocks in Colorado. Um, I hear the Gorge up in Oregon is a great place. And so, those are definitely venues that we'd like to play at. I mean, I think we gotta keep working hard to get at that point, but we'll play there one day. I'm pretty sure of that. So,
0: no doubt that will be the case further down the line. <laughs> I think. Um, so, um, following on from that question, what would the band? What would you hope the band would achieve um, further down the line? Just in general, have you got kind of bullet points as what you guys like to do?
3: A uh, little bit by a little bit, you know. The bullet point was to come out with an album that we, that we believed in, and that we want to share with people, and that we hope that people will enjoy. And so that's that comes out in November, you know. And it's we're we're going to Europe, which I didn't think we'd be going to Europe at this point, you know. So that's that's going to be an experience because um, that I mean I don't know I I know. I had a tour in the U S cause I know what everything is and everyone I can talk to. So I don't know how it'll be over there, but we'll have fun either way. Um, you know, it's, it's the little, it's just as long as, as long as you keep climbing up the ladder and the next thing you do is one rung up and one rung up, as long as that's happening, then I'm not looking at, you know, skipping over 13 rungs to get to the top of the ladder. I just, I want to make sure that we keep walking up the stairs and, um, uh, once we start walking down the stairs then I'll then I'll be worried and have to switch some things around but we've been we've been walking up the stairs since we started so that's all I'm happy with and as long as we keep walking up then good things will happen as they come So.
0: and lastly Robert the track Let Her Go Um, that I watched the video for earlier today tell us yeah. about, about this track because it's been in my head all day
3: <laughs> awesome
0: yeah t- tell us a bit about this track then how did
3: oh, yeah uh- it's it's we it's gonna be off the the new record as well and uh, it just kind of kind of came together. Uh, me and a buddy were just jamming in my garage and kind of came up, I came up with that main kind of riff and then um, I showed it to the to the band a long time ago. Like I, it had to have been a year and a half or so, and I played them the riff and they were just kind of like, eh, what, eh, what's that, you know? And so. We started doing it on tour just to see what would happen when we had a really long set. And so we started doing that and then it kinda came into this household song that we played a lot. And then finally now it's on the album. Um, but it it's just a fun song and, and it, it took a while for it to get going, but that's the joy in the band, you know, you you start with a little thing and then it turns into something and then the video comes out type like that type thing. So
0: but the song sounds good, the video looks great, Thank you. and we'll, Thank we'll you. definitely look forward to, to seeing you guys in Europe. Um, and if, yeah. sc- if Scotland's not on the list of tour dates when you come over in Europe, <laughs> it needs to be the next time, alright, Robert?
3: <laughs> alright, sounds good. Sounds good.
0: Right, okay, we're back. Brilliant interview, Robert John the Rick, the boys from Oh, She Knows, Gio and Adam.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I was totally honest, I tried to phone Ross.
2: Oh really? <laughs> he
0: does. I was going to get a couple of a couple of you guys down? I'm not you, man. You just because he's been
1: on a couple of times. Did you ever? Did you listen to the ones that Ross? Well, goes we did, yeah. Like I downloaded the one you had with um, Thomas Lang. He's, that's right. He's, yeah, he's a drumming legend. And then I heard Ross speaking, and I was like, oh, it's like that kind of cringy moment. Was like, oh, I know him personally. Like he doesn't sound like that. <laughs>
0: really, like Gio, what do you think of Ross when he's been on co-hosting? Ah, Ross is the bass player on All She Knows for everybody
2: Well, Ross, he's got, he's got a good presenting voice, I'd say I like He's got a big, nice, low presenting voice you know, Not like me and Adam, we're quite yeah, high-pitched We're going to so yeah. get him back on next time right. He's
1: good, yeah Don't sound as manly, in other words
2: Yeah, we don't sound as... <laughs> try- t- Hi, I'm Ross no, we've, been talk-
1: we've been talking about the All She Knows TV debut
0: Which happened <laughs> um, uh, last week which has been legendary around these parts for more than one reason. <laughs> I missed it, as I said earlier, because I was playing in Trun, the Trun Festival. I was playing the comedy the night, Ron, and everybody in the crowd was over 60. Um, I'd like to apologise for any Troon that um, was listening to this. and look forward to getting hot with bingo cards and whether originals the next time I go up there. Anyway, George, tell us about this. What's, what's this I'm hearing about?
1: Adam, tell us the story. Right, well... Um, there was a part after we played our second song where the presenters came over and they spoke to our Seb who's the lead singer um, and they just had a bit of chat asking us what we were doing next next gigs and stuff like that and then the camera panned out to where you could just see the two (laughs) presenters but George stood there looking like a third presenter but with a blank expression on his face just staring right into the camera as if he'd just made a mess of his pants (laughs) and then just like doing that whole like facial expression as if like oh no the camera's on me, on me. oh no and then just as just this the presenter was like I know with the final song here is all she knows George just looked at the camera and done the creepiest little smile I think I've ever seen in my life and then he's still looking straight at the camera I was like oh what that is honestly if you go on um, STV I think you can find our performance on it and just I, I really hope it's on there because it's hilarious it's really funny <laughs> the iPlayer yeah if you go on. yeah oh. so it's on STV iPlayer so it's I on, can yeah. check it out later. The Riverside
2: show It's called uh, You will see my creepy face Next to the presenters So it's it's STV (laughs) Glasgow STV STV Glasgow Glasgow, Yeah I'll be honest
0: I've not watched the. I've not seen this new channel yet Ron is it any good Apart You've watched all she knows But have you seen any more Of STV Glasgow I've seen a few bits yet Good It's not too
2: bad
0: eh? It's not too bad STV Glasgow If you're listening to this I've given you some Serious Flaming Promotion in this episode. <laughs> talking about it constantly. And Robert John and the Wreck is the podcast. It's gonna loads of people from America are gonna be listening to this. And therefore I'm getting STV Glasgow potential sponsorship in America through and what am I getting from it? I tell you what I'm getting. Nothing. Would you <laughs> get that, shocking. You're getting to
2: talk to Adam and Jobs. Well that makes <laughs> up for absolutely
0: everything. <laughs> Representing
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you guys actually listen to this podcast?
1: You always tell me you do. Of course yeah. we do. What ones have you listened to? Martin Taylor one. Which, yeah. <laughs> funnily enough, we were on. Yeah. But um, that's, yeah. Um, yeah I listened that to Thomas like, Lang yeah. one.
0: Cool. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're your band member was, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> presenting it. Yeah. So what's next then? What have you got covered up?
1: Well, um, well, we might, it's not confirmed yet we've got a lot of stuff we can't confirm yet yeah. um, we might be playing a show down in London it's like a music festival um, that cool, I yeah. think it's headlined by Rihanna yeah. so he's brilliant he is he is brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. <Right. laughs> when, he's like, he's, when he talks about that umbrella man like well, I
0: well, like in
2: Rihanna, name. if uh, ever me
0: that was Ron's joke. Sorry,
2: continue. <laughs> no, we were playing. yesterday, we were playing. London, I think it's called uh, Music Cube or something. You play inside the cube, and uh, they have like speakers all around so you feel it like underneath you and that. It's amazing. Hopefully, it's really cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's hopefully coming up next month. Uh yeah. See what happens. But uh, to keep
1: up to date, check it. Um, keep an eye on
2: her Facebook. Yeah, all
1: oh, she knows, music, music. Yeah, yeah, that was nicely done there, George. I don't know. <laughs> Where, where else can you get us, Adam? Uh, uh, you can get us on Twitter, at AllSheKnows. Um, you can also follow us on Snapchat, of all random things. Oh, yeah. Um, all she Knows band. You can follow us on Instagram, at all she Knows Official, And you can obviously go on our website, www.allsheknows.co.uk. Yep. We, we should start a podcast, we should. We should start a
2: podcast.
1: I think we could challenge Scott's I think we guys. could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, man. Do
0: it. Bring it on. What's... um. Snapchat is that any good so
1: I don't have Snapchat what do you do see to be honest it seems a bit pointless to me you just take photos or videos that last for a certain amount of time and then they just disappear forever and you can only view them for a certain amount of time as well but that doesn't mean we've not had a lot of fun with it we have had a lot of fun with it yeah be careful with some of the Snapchats that we get yeah like (laughs) <laughs> some some Snapchat you can get can be pretty pretty
2: dodgy yeah and yeah. <laughs> other times we're, we're always pg don't worry we keep our snapchat, snapchat pg you'll find some behind the scenes band stuff that you can only yeah. view for a again pg Why no. can
1: you only view it? how long can you view it, if
2: I view did, it. I I for I think the
1: maximum you can view it for 10 seconds yeah. I think but you can set it yeah to, so. that's the maximum so uh, snapchat
0: is videos just videos Oh, videos, videos and photos, photos as well yeah. and you can only view the photos for a certain amount <laughs> of time yeah well yeah. you
2: can screenshot them on your phone but we get to know if some screenshots yeah I don't get
1: it Ron, you, you do Snapchat yeah, yeah is it any good
2: That's good huh?
1: it depends who you've got on it though yeah I think well see we're not very interesting so, yeah. <laughs> 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 so is celebrities and stuff on Snapchat I think there is actually yeah I think Jennifer Lawrence has got Snapchat maybe that's how things happened I don't know <laughs> 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 I mean,
0: we're, we're, this has gone way off tangent Yep um, All She Knows Check them out Check out me com. Ton of different podcasts For you guys to listen to um, Every single one of them Are amazing Apart from this one Because the All She Knows guys <laughs> Have brought it down a little bit To be honest The interview with Robert Jordan Was great but Ron and the guys have brought it down to their own yeah, horrible level. It's not a horrible level, it's a good level. It's a good yeah, level. Yeah, it's it's yeah. down to a good level. We were at an excellent <laughs> level early on, but it's, yeah. no, it's just now quite a good level. It's a pleasant level. Yes, it's because you didn't have Ross. Like, we just banged out, like really, I, I've got this thing in my head. Need to get the All oh, She Knows guys in because it's really good for they It's actually just Ross. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Ross is just the crux of all the chat. He, just, like. he should probably just go solo. Because <laughs> from also heard of from the
1: TV performances that Ross was the sticker. Yeah. yeah. Ross made a little wink just before we started the oh, first yeah. song. Oh, he didn't he? <laughs> he did. Oh, my God. It was so actually smug, really casual. <laughs> he looked like the smuggest
2: boy on Netflix. Like. We were all looking at the floor, you know, waiting for our. Ross winked at the camera. And Ross looks up because of wee cheeky wink <laughs> that's horrendous. You can almost see his teeth like glued staring and that. in one
0: camera you <laughs> <Ross laughs> winking at the other. Do, do I do can't be f-
2: believe I missed this. To be fair, Scott, I was told it was a different cameras. Mm. so the camera I was looking at was not the camera I thought it was on. So. <laughs> Stellar I think television. That's,
0: that's rule number one, even though if the, the red light's on one camera, you don't stare at the other because imagine when it does eventually cut to that <laughs> camera, yeah. you're going to be staring right at it. That's a good
2: thus, point, being even
1: quicker. But- <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you better watch man you better, you might end up being a co-host now yeah I you know no, the new presenter new presenter
2: you did pretty good
0: man you did <laughs> you definitely got a better chance of being a co-presenter on STV Glasgow <laughs> than you have this podcast again we, ladies and gentlemen we will see you guys next week